Man, what's up, y'all? It's Cardi. It's Sundress Season. My booty on Fat Fat. Welcome to Millennial Love. This is Mish. This is Cardi. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Justin. And thank you so much for supporting Millennial Love. We really, really appreciate you guys. But as you know, this is a self-funded podcast. So you know what that means. We need your coins. So check out the link in our bio of our Instagram page and on our website for the Kickstarter link. Our time is limited. We only have three months to reach our goal. So with each donation, we'll be sure to send you a token of our appreciation. Thanks so much. Thank y'all. We love y'all. Thanks. What's up, y'all? This is episode 13 of Millennial (laughs) Love. Not 13. 13 of Millennial Love, where we discuss all things sex when we be doing it. (laughs) Love. Not doing it. <laughs> love when we be loving and how we're selfish af selfish af what's up y'all what's how's what your up? week what's goody what's goody like justin be saying what's goody what's goody <laughs> chilling <laughs> i feel dead right now i'm sick but it's Aww. all good hopefully i sound okay to y'all that means you had an amazing weekend that too yeah i guess i ain't gonna tell y'all how i got sick though I need to know all the deets. In the doctor's office? No, a little kitty. A little kid. Oh. I was visiting they my friend. They always be sick, Listen, little snotty nose. Mind you, the whole weekend I had been drinking, so I felt like my, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Your was immune, system my immune system was, system was low. low. Yeah. So I went and visit my friend on Sunday and then like played with the kid for at least three hours. Oh, I saw that on your snap with the little car. They was yeah, driving the little yeah, car. Yeah, yeah. He Listen, was cute. Last night, Aww. I just felt it. I'm like, Jesus, no. They always be having cooties. They do. And they love to run up on you. They love You got games run. on your phone? <laughs> no, no, no. I don't have no damn games. Appa- I do have Apparently, games he doesn't warm up to people, but he was just, we was definitely playing outside, running all over. Oh, But anyways, it is what it is. Well, well I'm sorry you? you're sick. I'm sorry too. Fuck. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling good. <laughs> I'm feeling good. <laughs> no, I just I just had a great time on my trip and oh, yeah. I'm so yeah, it was amazing. Puerto Rico is really one of the places to visit. Like, you know, it's obviously US territory. Yeah. Right. So it's richer, quote unquote, than other countries that we've been to. Oh really? Because mm-hmm. of the US influence. Ah. So they had Uber. Like, they have Uber in Puerto Rico? Yes. Okay. Now, <laughs> get out of here. We was Ubering everywhere. Um, everywhere. And I did, Uber, you know, all Uber, types Uber. of stuff. I went parasailing and just looked through the ocean. Right. I mean, you see right to the bottom, bottom. of the ocean. Oh, yeah. I the water be dumb. Clear. Yeah. It's, I mean, it was so much water. fun. Very relaxing. I had an amazing time with my friend Jasmine. What's up, Jazz? Hey. Yes. And, was um, the flight expensive? It wasn't bad. Um, You know. 
it was a last minute thing, so okay, you know so yeah, I kind of paid a little bit, but it wasn't too bread. big. Yeah, too bad. Did y'all Airbnb it? Did y'all hotel it? Like, no, we went to a hotel. Was it a resort or just a hotel? Just a hotel. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't know if they have resorts. They may. But you know, know no other place in the U.S. has resorts, so I'm not sure if they do really? in Puerto Rico either. Yeah, For I know they reason. don't in Hawaii, but that's they don't. Not, they don't yeah. have women. Yeah, but yeah, we had a hotel, and I mean, like the staff was amazing. They all speak English. Everybody speaks English in Puerto Rico. Like, really? that, yeah, like that's the sad part is that all these other countries they really do learn English. Right. So you can go to other companies. Other countries. countries and they'll know our language, but we don't know. <laughs> well, right. I know Uno Dos <laughs> We couldn't even Quattro. get Tayamo. What the was the word? Yeah, we didn't even. Mia Moore. I don't know. We can't. I mean, you know, it's just sad. Yeah. So, but it's it was. Really a, sad. It's really yeah. sad. But I had a really good time, and I'm glad to be back though. Cause Cause I'm really good. I mean, you look beautiful out there. I was I, jealous. I Thank seen you. your little hair, little curly hair. You see my curly girl? <laughs> I seen y'all snap. I was like, okay then. Looking with your little curls or whatever. Did I get tanned? <laughs> Listen, that sun was no joke. And I had to wear my hair curly because... It was like gonna be completely in a poof ball. So, I mean, yeah, it's either that or the or the donut half a bun. It's from the eighth grade, ninth grade hairstyle. Yeah, it's one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was good. But I'm glad to be back and back recording. Right, back and better. Cara, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. I gained like five pounds fooling with these Louisiana folks. That's how we do. <laughs> Man, my homegirl mama fed us. Like no other homemade biscuits, eggs, bacon, sausage. Freaking, she was just, I mean, and literally every time we would come home, y'all hungry? No, we just <laughs> ate. We just ate. But That's we how they do. Bruh. I appreciate Southern it. Southern hospitality, I yes. It. And it's great because it's nice, but it's like, I also don't want to be 3,000 pounds. The food is great, but <laughs> I also don't want to be 5,000 pounds. It's just too much. But other than that, I had a really good time. I went to Baton Rouge and it was nostalgic to like be down there. How, was, like, how long was the drive? Six hours. It was a rough one, too. Okay. Really? It was rough. Just because, like, when did I leave? Um, Friday. I left Friday evening. And so it was, just like, Friday at, like, 2. So I got there right as it was getting dark. It just was, I don't know. It was, I, I had a buddy that rode with me. Shout out to Anna. What's up, Anna? But um, <laughs> she was, and another thing, I like just listening to music. She be wanting to talk. I love her to dance. Uh, yeah. So she was just talking. <laughs> I was like, okay, Anna, like, I'm trying to listen to this Beyonce. <laughs> But it was cool. The drive back was the worst, though. Like, I had Because you had so much fun, and then you had yes, to get on the Yes, and then I had to get up, yeah. and, and then we we didn't get to go to church. We didn't get no good food. We had some praise and worship on the, on the road, though. We was listening to some good old Fred Hammond. Okay. Which is my fave. John P. King is my fave. John P. King. I like him. I, li- I like all of them. I yeah. think there are some, and there's some good, like, current artists out there, too, but... Anyway, um, I like that song Intentional by uh, Travis Green, I think his name is. He said the same thing over and over, but it's great. Anyway, um, (laughs) yeah, so it was a pretty good weekend, though. I went to some new club in Baton Rouge. Called 1913, which is kind of trash because I'm an AK. I thought it was 1938. is it or seventeen thirty? I think I thought it was nineteen thirteen. Seventeen thirty eight. Wow. <laughs> I had to take Fetty Wap. Fetty Wapies. But no, nah, Car cool. and I hung out this weekend. We had a, we to go to a wedding, so we I enjoyed the wedding. The and wedding I enjoyed was nice. Baton Rouge because that's like my old stumping grounds, you know. The wedding was nice. It was a pretty venue. The DJ was lit. Listen, what was Who his was name? He? What was his name? I don't know, but he was so freaking good. Listen, like he Shell, literally, like, it was. <laughs> 
like the DJs of all DJs. Really? He was the DJs of all wedding DJs. Well, you know, the DJ makes the wedding reception. Listen. Like, if the DJ is trash, people not going to get up and they're not going to party like they should. Michelle. So, if he was that good. Michelle. People stayed on the floor the whole time. Not even that. When we first, like, when the reception first started, he was hitting the jams. Like, we yeah. were sitting down, like, darn, like, oh yeah. my God. We didn't Y'all even get a card, business no, card. No, I did get a card, but it's in my I got a card. It's in okay. my card. He's bomb. But it's like, it was a Louisiana bomb, too. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if you could bring him here and it would get the same He's, reception. I think he is coming to Dallas. He wanted he us to is. check him out, but I'll get the information. Yeah. It's just, it's a, but it was, he was playing all the Louisiana jams. So yeah. Unless you know, like, old Boosie and, like, yeah. Jigga Train. Yeah. But it was. And lit. he was playing the Charlie Wilsons. He was playing Bounce Beats. Like, he was going in. He was okay. playing a little bit of Bounce. So, it was a good time. I was yeah, a little yeah. bit mad because I was looking for him to play Percocet. Molly Percocet. <laughs> <laughs> hey. play it. I was kind of mad. But anyway. No, it's all good. But listen, y'all. Um, so this icebreaker or whatever we want to call it, I think we have to find a name for it. Or yeah, y'all something. help us find a name. Yeah, tweet us. Yeah. Leave a comment on SoundCloud and help us find a name for yeah. this little segment hey, this or moment. whatever it's called. But I wanted to know what millennial are you guys like feeling? Like, who's like your top celebrity millennial that you fucking with? Like, you follow them on uh, Instagram, you follow them on Twitter, and you like what they're doing right now. Mm. And it doesn't have to be all deep and difficult and woke. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with now. <laughs> um, I really like, because I'm starting to get into this whole, like, entertainment industry, low-key, I'm really feeling Issa Rae. And I know that's kind of like... No, Issa's dope. Issa For is real. just like, she's just doing the damn thing. Like, she's... I've been following her since Adventures of an Awkward Black Girl. I listened to her book on Audible. I actually really did. It was a really good book. She's just, she has that show, freaking Insecure, is on its second season. It wasn't supposed to come back for like another two years, and they're like recording it quickly so that, because the demand is super high. Yeah. Like people were having full on like breaking up with niggas because of the, um, <laughs> because of the Lawrence situation. Like people was ending friendships. I mean, it was all over social media. She's just doing it, and she's just out here just like, I mean, she's so humble. She's just sprinkling black girl magic all over. And she is humble. And I love the fact that she's dark skinned. I think it's beautiful that she's dark skinned with with natural hair because she is um, like, that's not the the usual standard of beauty for black women. And I think she's breaking the barriers of that. And And I think it's beautiful. 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 Oh my God. And she's not like, she don't have no big booty, big titties, or nothing like that. She's just regular. Right. She's She's a regular chick. And I love that her best friend is on the journey with her. Yeah. Like, that's her real-life best friend. That's oh, the, the girl that's in the show? Yes. I didn't know. You know she's a virgin, too? She's, like, 30 yeah. or something, and she's a virgin. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, that's great. How many people can <laughs> say they are, like, going on a ride with their best friend? You know, know what I'm saying? Like, and it's on HBO, my nigga. Like, right. like, like, no TV One type shit. Right. <laughs> you ain't no centric. Stop. I mean, there ain't nothing the wrong. There's nothing wrong with There's TV nothing One. There's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> when, you have, when you have, like, white people coin, like, and pe- white people coin buying into your, like creative space right and the shit is hitting like yeah. it's dope like you're Shout on the same Ray. channel as freaking game of thrones right freaking all of those like and you're putting up the numbers yeah yeah like that's what it's it dope like she's dope Issa Rae like yo if you want to come on millennial love we would love to have you and just pick <laughs> that your would brain be great for real because i've been following you bro since youtube like what was her YouTube, YouTube series? Misadventures of an Awkward Black yeah, Girl. Yeah, I forgot about that. And, and I love the, the fact that she says awkward, y'all, because I'm so awkward in so <laughs> many different situations. I just be like, uh, what do I say right now? Uh, I'm even be awkward like, this is doing Michelle? sex sometimes. Be like, uh, 
Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, anyway, yeah, right. that's mine though. Issa Rae, you're dope. Well, I love her too. Um, I think mine would be Kendrick Lamar. <clears throat> okay. This album. Um, let's just. I still haven't reviewed it, but I'm going to. Yeah, I haven't completely consumed the album yet. I had to wait a few days because. I just needed the hype to die down. Yeah. Because everybody was talking about it and what I does didn't the hype want do? their I didn't want their views to okay. affect okay. the way I listen to okay. the music. Okay. Yeah. So but anyways, um, I just like him. I like what he stands for. I like that he's from the hood and he's not trying to change. I like the fact that he speaks his mind. I love the fact that he's not so in social media and like he's still low key and yeah. um living his life in his art, you know what I'm saying? Right. But um, besides the fact that he can mind F me any day. <laughs> um, he be fingering your brain. <laughs> he is slightly attractive to me. Like, and he's not usually my type. But I, I think. He's about to get married. He and I'm, I'm slightly upset about that. <laughs> he is engaged. It's he is engaged. Is he? He's 29. Okay. That's what's up. Um, I'm slightly upset about him being engaged and it's for several reasons that I won't go into. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> you obsessed or not? <laughs> Probably. But I like his brand. I like what he's, like I said, I like what he stands for. He's just everything to me. And it's not just because of his music. I just think like the person that he is, the way he moves, his family, yeah. the way he, um, replies to the social media yeah. or to media period right. um i just like his style i yeah. can definitely say you have definitely inspired me to like check him out yeah. so i can't wait to listen to this album even though i've been like receiving and viewing all the great reviews but i'm excited I, yeah. and i think i'm like that with beyonce too when beyonce drop a project like i don't want nobody like fucking with my thoughts about the album I yeah just like i need and me like and that. kendrick time you right. know like no this, i get i get the time you, with you and the music yeah. yeah i'd be consuming it immediately as <laughs> <laughs> soon as that album dropped i was like uh oh they dropped that new kendrick drop i'm gonna see y'all later i'm gonna listen to it and I went, no i was immediate but no i feel you though and he's like i mean what i'm hearing and i'm not a huge hip-hop head so i don't i don't know all of the great lyricists of the category but i'm hearing that he's like number one lyricist Ever, especially especially in in current two thousands, but definitely ever is what I'm hearing. Current, I mean, like he said on the song, he's the greatest rapper alive, in my opinion, uh, and obviously in his as well. But <laughs> everybody <laughs> is in their own, yeah. But I mean, you know, I don't know if I would give him number one, and I am a hip hop head. So who would you give number one? Just real quick, just I, we ain't gotta get it's still it Tupac. It's still you Tupac. think? Yeah. Do you think Tupac? I don't think Tupac was big, was better than Biggie lyrically, in my opinion. Because mm. I don't think Tupac really had like I think Biggie kind of created that that his Biggie's flow is like the foundation of a lot of rappers' flows currently. Like he created that flow. So you know lyrically, as as far as the flow, yes, but lyrically, lyrically, what they're speaking about is why I would say Tupac. Because of what his message was and the things that he rapped about, Biggie didn't yeah. do that for me. But Biggie is, I think Biggie personifies, weird, I mean, <laughs> we're going. Biggie personifies what you like about Kendrick. I think Biggie is real about his environment and his particular, like, he talks about selling drugs and freaking slapping his baby mama and all of that stuff because that's really what he was doing. I feel like that's what Future does. Uh, future. <laughs> Uh, I don't, <laughs> but really I don't think know. Future's like 
a top ten. No, he's <laughs> not. I don't. No, 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 it's just not even not at all. I'm just saying. I think that that's the music that I think Biggie the. Music that Biggie had was like the '90s trap music. Okay, I see. Yeah, and now we have trap music, and Ki- Kendrick is the modern day poet that Tupac no, no. was. I'm totally so lyrically mm. as a lyric a lyricist. I would put those two against each other. But I think Biggie was a poet, too, in his own right. He just was talking about different things. I think that... All right, we won't have to get... <laughs> this <laughs> right. is not a hip-hop like, show. This is a hip-hop show. And I'm not a hip-hop Justin head. is like, but no. Uh, no, we're oh, not talking about this. in the sky, Beyonce. Like, for real. That's all I know. I tried to chime in, but I'm like, wait. I don't know none of them motherfuckers. <laughs> okay, so Justin, who would be the millennial that you are really into right now? All right, so I have two, and I'll just keep it short and simple. Uh, one is Jesse Williams. He is the actor in Grey's Anatomy, you know, light skin, whatever, pretty eyes, whatever. Um, I just think he's an amazing, well-rounded guy. Um, I like the fact that he's an intellect and he's an activist as well. Mm. And he's a creator. I think he's very... poised um, and he has he has something to say which which i really really love and admire mm-hmm. yeah and my next one is crystal west uh she's a podcaster uh, i think she's well she's on the read mm-hmm. have y'all listened to the read yeah, yeah i'm sure y'all listened yeah. to the read yeah um and i love crystal like she's definitely an intellect um she is definitely unapologetically black i think if anyone who is trying to like follow anyone on twitter crystal is definitely someone to follow because she is a millennial mm-hmm. so she has a millennial perspective and she's also like just bomb i really really like that girl and she's like character goals like yeah to be 100 comfortable like like whenever you uh, mentioned a few weeks ago like you were in an interview and you were like 100 yourself mm-hmm. like i feel like in my mind she is 100 herself like all yeah. the time which is dope at all time. Yeah. and so to be making money for being yourself it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree with you. I think she's unapologetically black and unapologetically and authentically herself. Correct. At all times. So that's, and that's, that's rare in the entertainment industry. Right. For sure. And she Absolutely. started like from a podcast, you know what I'm saying? Which is dope. Like she's on Uncommon Sense now. Like she's doing these little segments on, um, she was on Drunk History too. Drunk History. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, for her to just, like, flourish into this personality, I just think it's really dope. And then, obviously, Jesse Williams, he's just dope all the way around. That's just, like... Super talented. Goes all the way. I still need to go back and listen to his speech on BET again. Oh, it was ridiculous. Yeah. It was stupid. Black girls. He had all the girls with. (laughs) (laughs) And transitioning to... Well, <laughs> since we're talking about since we're talking Williams. about getting wet, now I'm playing. Damn, I sound so horrible. Um, I want to talk to y'all today about the eighty twenty rule. Some of y'all might already know what that is. Isn't there a book I, about that or no? Uh, if there is, I have not read it. Oh, okay. But I thought Steve Harvey made a book about something like that. He know. make a book. Child how to be a thing <laughs> like a man. I mean, get be out of here. Learn how to be a success to be a success. Bye. Good night. <laughs> Sit your ways down. Good Shoot. night. Anyway. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, Kari. No, no, Car- no, 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 no. It's okay. So the 80-20 rule, for all of y'all who don't know, is essentially the theory that says that in a fairly healthy relationship, you only get 80% of what you really want. So basically, your partner may not be a bodybuilder or have the body that you want or be great at like sharing his feelings or being affectionate or sex or their feelings or they might be horrible at sex. (laughs) 
But it's okay because the eighty percent that you do get from them is really, really good. You're just always kind of chasing that twenty percent, and the twenty percent is what you're usually seeking when you cheat or if you cheat. So, my first question to you is, what's your physical type? Because usually that twenty percent encompasses something either sexual or physical that you're searching for in another person that's not your particular mate at the time. So I'll just throw this out there since we were just talking about Jesse Williams. That is my type. You like them light, light right now, my wife. She loves them light skin. <laughs> See, I can't do the light skin. Listen, that, I mean, there's, I don't need to explain anything else. <laughs> like Jesse Williams, Chris Brown, Michael Ely, that's my type. That is definitely yeah. her type. Tall, you got to be six feet to ride this ride. So, <laughs> but tall, light skin with a fresh freight. <laughs> tall, light skin with a okay, okay. That's it. See, I like him bliggity black. <laughs> ben is not black. No, he's but he's brown skin. I normally like him dark skin, like tall. Green Mile black. Huh? The guy from Green Mile or Tyrese? Ty- Honestly, no. Ty- wait, who Tyrese? Tyrese black. I could do. Either. I could go all the way to this is a horrible uh, example, <laughs> but like Seal, I don't know why he came oh. up in my head. Not his face because his face is disgusting, but his oh. complexion—that's terrible. That okay, is. I'm gonna retire. It's take okay. That's okay. <laughs> so um, I like <laughs> so you know the <laughs> you know the dark skin. No, we rewound that. <laughs> so okay. you know the dark skin dude from Get Out? He real black. Yeah, I could do that with a I pretty go, smile. Yeah, beautiful white teeth. And I really like, like Jackson Five Nostrils. Jackson, I really like nigga features. Okay. Like I want you to have big lips, wide <laughs> nose, dark skin, and a beard. That's what I like. I like nigga features. That's what I like. Tall, they got to be tall. Even though I'm five three, but see, that's what happens with these tall dudes. They get these short girls. It's hey, all fun and games. You're not that tall. I'm five seven. No, she's pretty oh, tall. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Yes, it's and all fun and games when you get with a short girl until your son want to play varsity basketball. <laughs> he can't make the team. He can be a point guard. <laughs> he can be. Allen Iverson. He can be hella, hella point guardy. Um, anyway, I don't have a you? physical type. I mean, when I look back to all my ex-boos, they all look totally different. So <laughs> really? Don't, you don't have do. any type no. of type? Young, old, fat, small. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess it's just however I'm feeling. And I feel dead right now, so I don't have no type. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have no fucking type. I'm being honest. So if you had to choose a physical non-negotiable, I guess you wouldn't have one. I don't I don't per I, se. I really can't do like too short, like little kitty. I can't I can't <laughs> little kitty. You can't you're look tall, like a little Justin. kid. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. It's not about more so the height, but you can't look like a little kid. Because okay. then I feel like a pedophile. Okay. You know? So okay. you can't be tall and, I mean, you can't be short and small. Right. Yeah. Because that's just weird. Okay. Like a sixth grader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. I there, I know people that look like sixth graders still to this no, day. No, I know some too. For real. I definitely know some too. <laughs> no offense, but, you know, it's just not me. See, yeah. short used to be my non-negotiable, and then I dated a short nigga. So then, like, I had to kind of, like, go back on that because I'm like, well, I can't say I ain't never dated a short nigga because that, that's that used to be my non-negotiable. Now, And I normally would say my non-negotiable is fat niggas, but I done dated somebody fat. <laughs> so, really, I think my non-negotiable is effed up teeth. I can't mm. do the teeth. Like, if your teeth, if your, if your breath is real bad and your teeth are disgusting... I can't like they like they look like you 
throwing up gang signs or they real oh. yellow. Or like you got one tooth that's like real far back and the other one's real far up. <laughs> or that I one tooth that's sitting on the gum. Or that one that's on top of the gum. <laughs> or the one that's like, no. Okay. I dated a guy that had a tooth that was like in the top of his gum. Like you could see it I, in the middle. Did you feel it whenever you mouth. kissed him? No, because I wasn't sticking my tongue on his tooth. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> Listen. But yeah, that's my non-negotiable is the teeth. It used to be fat, fatties. Once you get with a fat, you that. realize it's not that bad. I have dated a bigger guy. I said a fat. That's so mean. <laughs> y'all hear y'all once, hear how silent I am. Once you get with <laughs> listeners, a fat. Let me let me rewind that too. I don't know. Um, like all my like all my relatives, they like come in all sizes. I think that's why I'm like you know they say you typically like go after people like your mom and dad or like true. your family relatives or whatever. Yeah. Or maybe the complete opposite. But like I have a really diverse family. Like we have light skin, we have dark skin, we have fat. We have skinny. Everyone is pretty much tall in my family. So I think, like, Y'all even my parents and my, my sister, they're, like, six feet, Your five, eleven, six feet. Your sister is tall. My non-negotiable is height. I mean, I mean, like you just said, Justin, it's kind of <laughs> like you almost go for people that are kind of like your mom or your dad, whatever. Uh-huh. And I think the physical attraction that I've had to guys has been sort of similar to men in my life. Like, you know, my family mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Everybody's tall. Nobody's short. Tall? My dad, well, he's average tall. height. My dad was like 6'1". He's shrinking. That that's not average. average. Average is 5'10". Yeah, average is like Today's five, average. Right. <laughs> but back when he was oh, coming yeah, along, he was, yeah. most men average height was 6 feet. You think? Well, that's what he said. Oh. <laughs> I, was saying, I don't know. Because my granddaddy was small. My granddaddy was 5'7". Okay. So I don't know. But I don't know. You might be right. Well, I mean, the average height for my family members is, I mean, they're all tall. We're all tall people. Mm. So I just, I, I'm five seven. If I put on heels and I always wear heels, I'm going to be dang near six feet. And mm. I mean, what am I going to do with you? Unless you're Kevin Hart and you got Kevin Hart money. <laughs> I, I mean, what am I going to do? That's so It's going to be like Kevin Hart and Inika. What's her name? Inika? Inika. Inika, yeah. Yeah, I mean, unless you that. I, what am I gonna do with you? I have definitely okay. So I've I I I I dated a shy person before. Um, I forgot where I was going with this, but <laughs> I did date, I did date a shy person before, but I couldn't take them serious. If that makes sense, you know what I'm saying? Like I just couldn't, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably mean. It's not. It's really. I mean, I'm not. You know, it That's is what it is. So I'm being honest. Bad. I, I know. I think most people. No, no, not just you. Know you. What I'm, like, I'm just the same couldn't. way. It's just a lot of people have an aversion to. Short people, short like it's just like people so? don't be like in the day. No, yes, I think tall so. guys love short women. I agree. With, I think so too. And I love them tall. <laughs> they love short women. Like I said, until it's, it's time for your son to be on varsity. But what if they see? Because I have a tall family. I'm just short. Okay. So like my well, my dad is what five ten, but my brother is six two. My granddad's six. Three, six, four. My mom's five ten. Right. So like, I have tall family, so my kids are gonna be tall. It's just I'm short. You got the. I. I it skipped me. I mean, my sister's like the five, crazy seven. part about it is growing up, I always wanted to be short. Because really? my best friend, his like my best, my childhood best friend, his whole family was short. And honestly, short people, they like especially guys, their clothes fit them really nice, like suits and stuff like that. I'm not sure if you. <laughs> they look like dog clothes. Stop. No, no. <laughs> I feel like their clothes fit them nice. You know, 
They do. So, I mean, there's okay, nothing. Fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with be sh- being short. I just cannot. I'm too tall. That's no, and, you. and I'm you. thin. So I'm tall and thin. And then you short that would and not stout. Look right like short, we yeah. the number ten. Come on, <laughs> let's move on. I like I just that. can't even do you. I always say that I don't want to look like the number ten. Nah, when can't I'm do walking it. With my we gonna look like the number eleven at least, <laughs> at least. but not ten. So what about other other types outside of physical? Like what are your non-physical, non-negotiables when it comes to your significant other? Uh, I can't do selfishness. Like mm-hmm. if you're selfish. Selfish it, like what though? Give like me a, give you me consider example. yourself first and you don't consider me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can't do that. Like because I'm selfless. And I'm always considering the next person, especially if I'm dating you. Like, I'm always considering you. Yeah. Um, so, which, I mean, I think it's cool, like, to consider yourself first. But within a relationship, within that, within that commitment, like, if you're selfish and, like, you just trying to go against my grain, it ain't going to work. Which could probably be selfish for me. I, mean, I was about I to say, well, I mean, <laughs> we're yeah. millennials, so... But Don't we even navigate though I'm, listen, even, though, even though I'm a millennial, like I think I'm like, a, I think I really do consider people. Mm-hmm. I think I become my selfishness taps in whenever like my happiness is being um, um, tugged or like my characters being yeah my my characters being compromised, and then that's when I'm like you know anything that is trying to come for that, fuck you. Right. So, um, but I can't do selfishness, and that's that's probably it. I mean, money. You know, I make my own money, so I'm straight on that. I think my non-negotiables outside of physical would be um, laziness. So okay. somebody that is not motivated in life the way I am. Okay. I mean, like. What are we going to do? If I'm always on the move and you chilling at the house, like that's not going to work. I need somebody that has something going for themselves as well. And then also probably along the lines of what Justin said, um, but just not putting me as a priority. I don't need to be first um, because I think you should always come first. I'm always going to come first when I make decisions in my life. But if I'm not a priority, like you think about me after you've thought about everything else and everybody mm-hmm. else, mm-hmm. I I can't deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's out for me. Um, And so if you have those two qualities or one of those, like, yeah. a, it, and I don't know how I forgot this, insecurities. Mm. Oh, Listen. Yeah. That's a good one. Listen, bruh. I mean, like, what are we going to do? If you yeah. are insecure, like there is, n- we cannot move forward if you do not trust me. If you yeah. do not feel like we are in this together or you feel like, I don't know, I'm plotting against you. Like <laughs> this relationship is not going to work. Yeah. So because, I mean, a person that's insecure, they're always going to be questioning everything you do. And I don't need to be questioned. I'm grown. And that's the thing. I think that a lot of like, I think it's more acceptable for a woman to be insecure sometimes in a relationship than it is for a man. And I'm I'm agreeing with you completely. Cause like when a man is insecure, I feel like it's so much worse than with a woman. Like, man up, bro. Like, ain't nobody trying to do none of you. Ain't nobody trying to do none of you. <laughs> like, <laughs> chill on it. But like, no, I feel you. Insecurity is that's one of mine, low key. 
Yeah. I don't like that. I don't like being questioned. Like, I'm going I'm to be loyal to you. Just give me the same loyalty in return. We're going to be straight. Exactly. I agree. Um, Another one of mine is, like, when you're argumentative. Like, I like because I'm already over the top. So both of us can't, <laughs> can't be, be over, over the, the top. top. <laughs> Somebody has to chill on it and it needs to be you, <laughs> which is my selfishness. But no, like I don't like when somebody always makes stuff into an argument or everything is a problem all the time. Like, yeah. I, you know, if I don't call you back right when you asked me to call you back, you got a problem with it. If I don't mm. do like and, and I don't like also another thing that I realize I don't I'm not going to deal with is when somebody does not talk. Like whenever they're mad, don't do that. We're too old for that. And if we're trying to be in a committed relationship or we're or we're trying to get to that stage, like you have to tell me what's wrong with you so that we can work through stuff. If you literally just don't answer my calls, like when do y'all literally would not answer my calls for days? Like we wouldn't talk. I'm like, bruh, I cannot do this. That's so immature. It's so immature. So freaking immature. And selfish. And so selfish. selfish. And I think people like that have not dealt with their own problems in their life. Yeah. That's why they avoid, not, I don't want to say they avoid confrontation, but that basically is what it is. They avoid the conversation. And it's not even always a confrontation. Like, it's, it's, I mean, yeah, it's going to be a conversation, but it's not always me cussing you out or me yelling at you. It's me like being like, hey, I want to talk to you about this. Cause I want to resolve it, and if you don't have the decency to do that, like I'm straight on you. So those are mine. I agree. No, like, I agree I'm, with that too. Like, yeah, especially not speaking. Like I've I've noticed that that has been a problem of mine as an adult. Like I never really, I I didn't, I don't think I had that problem back in the day with, you know, people not communicating properly within the relationship. But as I get older, it's like. You know, you invest time, money, like it's, it's a true investment. And you want to make sure that you're getting a return out of your investment. True. And part of like getting on that next level or getting to that, you know, that I guess that all time high communication space is to communicate and not run from the problems. And like, I mean, obviously, you know, it's deeper when you have a person that likes to express themselves and or feel that they need to express themselves and you in a relationship with someone who don't because that person can feel abandoned. Yeah. Like, you right. know, you may need to compose yourself, but like every single time, like you running away from the conversation. Nah, Bruh, it's trash. Nah, like, no. And then I begin to think like, oh, no, nah, you're not about to come like have the conversation whenever it's convenient for you. That's right. what I hate. Yeah. It's like I have to wait around for nah. you to come around. No, I'm good on it. Yeah. I'm going to just let you chill on it by <laughs> right. yourself forever. So <laughs> another thing that I think is is a non-negotiable for me is if you're not if you don't love Jesus. And that like came up kind of like weirdly in in a situation where a guy like didn't believe that Jesus was who he was and I was like he was just a regular he thought he was a regular dude. I was like I'm going to have to just chill on you. Like <laughs> y'all you got to believe in Jesus. Like I just so those are mine. Like you have to that's the you have that, to talk. That's a good one. You have to look. That Not that it's a good, a good one. one. That is the one. That <laughs> is the one. <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah. So how important are your non-negotiables? Like, are they bendable? I know I just said that they're non-negotiables, but but if, <laughs> let, let's say you meet somebody that that has other uh, that has your twenty percent. Would you would you bend those quote unquote non-negotiables for that person? If I met somebody that has my 20% or my 80%? Your 20%. Because remember, your 20% are those things, although they're a smaller portion, 
they're the things that you really, really want. And they're usually the things that you chase when you do cheat or if you have cheated. Mm. My non-negotiable. Okay, so let's just, you know, let's just take it there. My 20%, because I guess I would need to explain that first, would probably be finances. It's like 18 of the 20%. Because I get my own money. So if you're a rapper, you already own. I mean, or uh, Indian Prince, you know, <laughs> like if he out here is Aladdin, then we you automatically. I, like you put me in a casket because you just said Aladdin. <laughs> dead. dead serious. Um, but no, so that finances would probably be a part of my 20%. And um, I guess the other part of that would be just like your willingness to be um, vulnerable with me. If if you just give me a little bit, I could probably rock with that. But you would prefer, so your 20% would be somebody that was just com- a really good communicator and yes. that was really vulnerable with you and who had them coins. Yeah. Okay. That's the winner. You right need there. a thug, a drug dealer, because drug dealers are emotional. Um, <laughs> they but they also go up. to jail. <laughs> right. Not, not if they don't get caught. <laughs> nah, I mean, if they turn into Jay Z, then <laughs> hey, automatically. But I mean, as far as, you know, like if the non negotiables, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're insecure or you're six feet or, you know, five two, but you an Aladdin prince. I probably you making a shake. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna wear them flats proudly. Correct. <laughs> and I'm gonna keep my hair straight so it's not big. You know when I'm around you and you know we gonna be all good. So yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I could probably bend for the non-negotiables if you had that. If you got them coins. Yep. What about you? Uh, Just, I think my twenty percent is is really all about like openness and character. Like, I don't know why. I just love when a person is their authentic selves, and okay, I can appreciate it if that makes sense. So, is that? Non-negotiable, correct? Is that what you're saying? Was that the question? You, we Sorry. just talked about your non-negotiables. Right. Let's say somebody was really open and they were their authentic self, mm-hmm. but, but they didn't love Jesus. Or, I don't know, but they didn't, but they were real short and looked like a 12-year-old. Is that cool? Like, would that work? Would you binge <laughs> no, your non-negotiables? Work. It wouldn't work. Okay. And no. why not? Um, Because I wouldn't be able to take them serious. Like, they wouldn't be able to keep me. <laughs> Outside of the conversation. Okay. Um, and that's just it. See, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, so some of my non-negotiables I would maybe be able to deal with and bend. And, like, we could, like, work on them. But the Jesus one is out. Like, if you don't love Jesus, you're out. But, yeah. like, for completely. But if you have, oh, let me talk about my 20%, I guess. My 20% is really tall, really black. And why are you looking at me like that? Because I'm sick and I'm trying to like focus. Oh. <laughs> really tall, really black, <laughs> and sorry. really, really likes public uh, displays of affection. I love PDA like excessively. Like I'm that couple. I, if I 
was with somebody that liked that. I would be that couple that you'd be like, oh, can they please go somewhere? Because I'd be really? like, holding him. Girl, yes. I <laughs> love PDA. It's so excessive. Like, being now be like pushing me off. Be like, <laughs> please stop, please. But no, I would be, I would be making out in the mall. I would be like rubbing his booty and like oh, rubbing no. his beard all in public. It would be it would be a bit much. <laughs> yeah, so that's my 20%. Would I bend for somebody that gave me that? Probably I don't know. Not with my non-negotiables that I just talked about. Maybe maybe the argumentative thing cuz I could probably work around that by just like being a little bit more um a little less loud. I don't know. That's a hard one for me. I, I don't think I question. can. I, like, really I think know. about the argumentative side. I, I think about the selfishness. I don't think I can bend with that. Like, it would be maybe bending me entertaining you. That's a bend. Mm-hmm. But for me to, like, continue the relationship or continue growing, it just won't happen. Yeah, that's definitely a good point. It wouldn't be for me to be with you forever. It right. would just probably be so I could get that house and... <laughs> or penthouse or I mean I you know I <laughs> okay <laughs> we <laughs> I ain't even gonna lie some coin might make me do some stuff too I ain't gonna lie I mean Not you got Drake baby mama digger, out here uh, coming for him everybody would do something for the coin Drake that has girl, a baby well allegedly <laughs> who 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 said Drake had a baby it's a girl out there saying that she's pregnant by drake i can't Child. i can't even like i don't even think drake has sex Child, whatever you drake what? is stupid if you drake don't is think too sensitive like he's i, don't I heard know. drake got a slong and Stop. that he be slinging it drake does not fit the criteria of my type though why not because he not Cause he's not cute <laughs> Aubrey. You don't get it. Somebody, I actually like his name. Somebody said he looks like a sloth. <laughs> <laughs> somebody said he actually kind of looks like my ex boyfriend, y'all. My ex boyfriend that I don't like. Looks like anyway. Aubrey. He looks like Drake. Yeah. Boo. Well, anyway. But anyway. Um. Yeah, and I don't even normally like light skins, but he <laughs> slid in somehow. Anyways, have you ever cheated because of your 20%? That 20% that you're chasing, have you ever cheated? First of all, have you ever cheated, A? And part B is, was it because of your 20%? Well, let me talk about, let me say this one thing. Let me just give a um, disclaimer. Mm -mm. I would not leave my 80% for that 20. Mm, Okay. Leave meaning... Go be with them. Correct. But if you- I had the 80 of everything else that I need in a relationship, I would not leave that for the money or somebody that communicates better. Because I feel like mm. with communication, we can go to a therapist for that. And with money, like we can grow together. So what's your, I, I guess my question, and not to cut you off, I, and I've kind of moved past this, but without asking y'all, what's your 80%? What's somebody that you can be with? Let's say that person Ain't that attractive? Like, they ain't really fully your type. What can they give you that would make you stay? What's your 80% that they could give you? Somebody that I can be myself around. Mm -hmm. Like, Justin, you said authentic earlier. Like, someone that I can 100% be authentic, Michelle. Like, no filter, no nothing. Um, Somebody that believes in me. Somebody that sees my beauty. Somebody who... um, Love God, 
Um, love God. You gotta love not God. Love. love. Um, yeah, somebody that is around my family and fits right in, or even if they don't fit in, somebody that my family loves and that loves my family, somebody that supports me, um, and at least tries to communicate with me or tries to love me the way I say I want to be loved or I need to be loved. Mm-hmm. That's what I need from someone I'm in a relationship with. So that's your 80%. With. So if they broke as fuck. Well, listen. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh, so now we reformulate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So someone also that um, has something going from the, themselves. I mean, I'm not, you know, like I'm not just going to fall for any bum on yeah, the street. No, no, I, no. You know. Obviously, have put myself in a good position financially, so I don't want to be with anybody that's going to take me down. Um, you so, can't be homeless, but have all those <laughs> you can't be homeless. And I, at this point, really need somebody that has accomplished a lot, like I have. Mm-hmm. Um, my eighty percent is definitely someone who's caring, someone who's like um, you know selfless in a way, or at least just consider me. Um, I love like a go getter. I love someone who's like a hustler. Like I love someone who's like just go after whatever what they want. And it's, it's almost as if like it turns me on. I like I love it. Um, I don't know if I can do with if if I'm not attracted to you, it's not gonna work at all. Money, yeah. like you're not gonna be able to keep me. Have I cheated before? Yes. The reason why I cheated was because I'm selfish and I like to do whatever I want. <laughs> I would just be honest. <laughs> Um, I really enjoy, well, I did enjoy, I'm not like that now, I like enjoy my cake and I like to eat it too because I felt like there was enough for me to share Mm. and for everyone to feel fulfilled. But now, <laughs> yes, but, but honey. Now I realize that's very immature and childish and it's a character flaw and I appreciate monogamy. Um, but yeah, like that 80%, uh, yeah, that's my 80, and I forgot your question because I'm really Well, that was right the now. question. That was the question. Have what you was your 80? Because okay. I'm, I'm going to yeah. get to the, the cheating question because I kind of skipped over the 80%. <laughs> okay, um, my bad. So my 80% is somebody that I really appreciate loyalty uh-huh. and I appreciate dependability. I think we already talked about, like, dependability. Me being crazy about that. Um, also somebody that is ambitious and that, um, kind of meets me where I am. Like you don't have to be as successful as I am, but if you're on the way to that, if you have goals that you want to reach, if you want to build an empire with me, that's what I'm looking for. Um, somebody who loves their family and my family, cause my family is insane. So if you could come in and like slide through my family and be cool and love them, then you're definitely like. Bay in my book. And also somebody who is an open communicator. Like, if you have an issue, you need to be able to tell me. If I have an, have an issue, I need to be able to tell you. And, and that's your 80%? That's my 80%. Oh, okay. So you could be a little bit ugly. I've dated an Ugg mug before. An Ugg um, mug. I have also. I've dated an Ugg mug. I've dated someone that I wasn't necessarily all the way attracted to their body uh, because they were a good person and they, they you know, met those standards. I've dated uh, somebody that was real short that met some of those standards but also they're non they met some of my non-negotiables <laughs> too um don't package with short but yeah no, the, <laughs> but the 80 that's my 80 percent. so i really value those and i think my 80 percent has changed, changed. Yeah, over the years yeah. like i used to value sex sex was a part of my 80 percent for a long t- or no was a part of my 20 percent for a long time 
it just was really important to me. And now I'm like, man, it's not that big of a deal to me. See, yeah. sex not. wasn't a part of my 80% really? growing up, but now I realize how important it is. So it is a part of my It's a part of your now. 80 and not your 20. Correct. Like, okay. you, it has to be there. It has to be there. Yeah, most definitely. Okay. Maybe, well, I'm with you, Cara. Like, I don't think sex has ever been a major deal breaker, but as I get older, it's not as much of a negotiable. You know what I'm saying? Like, Wait, what do you mean? You mean it is more negotiable or it's not, or it's becoming non-negotiable? It's becoming, wait, what? It's, it's becoming, becoming non-negotiable. <laughs> it's becoming negotiable. Yeah. Oh, for real? That's how I am. Yeah, too. because yeah. Um, I don't know. Like they say, as you get older, like you become, you know, more um, comfortable with yourself. So I feel like I can teach you to please me the way I need to be pleased. I can See, agree with I that. I was looking at it like on the lines of is the chemistry there, the sexual chemistry. Oh, there, okay. You know? Well, and I think that if you have those, like the loyalty, being able to communicate, like I think the, the sexual trust. chemistry comes because you're with that person. I think there is an automatic attraction there. And maybe I'm like being naive to that. <laughs> no, I mean, normally everybody I date, I have a sexual attraction or I have an, a physical attraction to them, even if it's, I'm not physically attracted to everything about them. I'm physically attracted about some attracted to them about something. something yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's something. So like he might be short, but like I like his beard. I don't know. Something like that. Like is I don't know. But anyway, I'm with you, Michelle. Like I think sex, the importance of of sex has dwindled and it has now become negotiable for me. Like it's wow. like I mean I'm That's ho- interesting because it's like most women like they get upset. Once they've been in a marriage and like the sex is like gone. Well, see, I ain't never been married, so right. who yeah. knows what's gonna happen yeah, down right. the line? True. And it's like you know, we nine, ten years in, and I ain't feeling it. But for right now, I feel like I could work with it. And I'm not saying that I don't like this. I don't want the sex to be non-existent. Trash. No, and trash. I don't want it to be trash either. I'm just saying like. As far as my non-negotiables, it's not something that I'm like, if, if the sex ain't everything I've ever dreamed of, I'm not going to date you. Type right. It's not, it's not how it's going to work out. Right. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just maturing, becoming an adult for real. For real, know. for real. So let's get back to this cheating question because <laughs> I think it's funny. Michelle, you already said you done cheated, so talk to me about why you cheated. Was it a part of, was, have you cheated one? Well, you just said I already <laughs> cheated. You not already told the people. What if I changed my mind? I ain't want to talk about it all no right, more. All right, all no, right. yes, I have Why? cheated. Um, and was and it was because of your twenty percent. No, it wasn't because of my twenty percent. I okay. cheated because um, we were in a back and forth relationship, and one of the times in between times, I met somebody that was fire. And when I got back with the old boo, I still wanted the rebound. Mm. And it was, you know, simply just because of that sexual chemistry. The only reason why I wanted the rebound. But, you know, I kept going back to the rebound. And then eventually the whole situation with the the boo you know, it, it just dead. dwindled. Yeah. But it was because of the back and forth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the back and forth was because of, <laughs> this is horrible, but the back and forth was because of the insecurities. Mm. 
And then you and then, and then I cheated <laughs> because it was just like, bro, like you keep talking like you're not secure and I'm I'm doing everything I'm trying to show you and then we break up. And I meet somebody, and so now, you know, you want to get back together, and I'm just kind of like, all right, with it, and then I, you know, dip. So you done played on that man insecurity, and I'm playing. <laughs> probably. <laughs> that's really what it was. I mean, but you you pushed me to that point. Yeah. So. But it was less about, but but that is a part of your 20%, though, because he was insecure. He was and insecure. And that's your non-negotiable. You're right. So the other person oh, okay. that you were with okay. was not insecure. Well, I mean, I don't know if they were insecure well, yeah, or not. I was yeah. just, you know, but lost you didn't in the know, sauce. But lost they didn't talk about well, yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean. You slipped and fell. And I happened. slipped and fell. And uh, I had to keep falling. So, <laughs> like Alicia Keys. But, um, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. So you're right. Because of that 20% insecurity, we continued to break up over and over again. And in between one of those breakups, I met somebody. There was a lot of sexual chemistry. Um, and then when we got back together, quote, unquote, I was still, you know, dipping. Sometimes you um, got to slide on them. What about you? <laughs> I cheated in the past because, like, I was just a nigga. Like, I, I wasn't a savage because I would, like, really try to, you know, if you called, I would, you know, answer your phone call. If you text, I would text you back. Like, you know, I would give a reason. Like, I would really try to, like, resolve the situation. But I think I cheated because I just want, I wanted to do it. i mean i just wanted to do it um but and i was dumb like i was young and dumb like i didn't know what commitment was young dumb and full of fun i was very (laughs) that's not what i was about to say you really tried to change it right in he He filled it right in full of fun right i mean i i was just stupid back in the day and i didn't realize how like you know at some point you have to like man up and like be the man that God wants you to be, you know, mm-hmm. and stop playing around. So I don't really have any a reason why I cheated. Um, I'm sure if I did cheat, it was because like I wasn't focusing on what I really wanted, and I was just getting into situations just to get into situations yeah. because I probably yearned for that emotional support, or you know, I felt like we vibed, and it's like okay, well, let's date. But then yeah, I was like doing X Y Z on the side. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm pretty sure that's probably why I cheated because, you know, that's why. But, I mean, I'm a changed man now. And, like, you know, God changed my life. He brought me from a... And around. And around. Come on, Fred. (laughs) (laughs) No, I want to piggyback off of something you just said about seeking emotional support. Because I think I cheated because I had issues within myself. God damn. Did y'all cheat on homework, too? Huh? No, no, I wasn't a homework cheater. I cheated People on cheated homework off me. and I cheated on tests. Oh, but you know what I did cheat on? Y'all remember the Book It program where you could get that that um, personal pan pizza? Pizza from Pizza Hut? <laughs> Child, I would make up book names and put them on there and get the pizzas. Really? <laughs> when I was a kid. I yeah. was really reading those books. No, nah, I wasn't reading them. <laughs> I, yeah, I was so creative. I would come up with dumb book titles. They were stupid, <laughs> dumb, cool books. My mama made me read them books. <laughs> You gonna get this personal paying pizza? Look, Is it your I pizza? I got made. like four or five. I'm paying for personal it now. paying pizza. <laughs> anyway, but I didn't cheat on my homework though. <laughs> but, but you cheated on his boyfriend, and it's but because. I cheated on yeah, and I cheated because I had issues with me, and I was seeking something that nobody could give me. 
but I thought I could get it from other people. So I would like latch on to somebody that I thought I vibed with more mm. or, oh, he gives me more affection. So we obviously have a better connection or oh, okay. something like that. Or I'm more attracted to this person. So let me like it was like that versus my 20 percent. So I'm sorry. I have another have question. question after like after you explain yours. OK. okay. Um, but yeah, I think mine was based on that. So like once I figured out who I was and what I needed. And Uh then I started getting those things from myself. That's when I was fully able to be in a fully committed relationship because I knew that the things that that person was bringing to the relationship is not all I need to be happy. Like Mm -hmm. they're not supposed to complete me. They're supposed to help me. Like it's not a, it's not a complete cause I'm a complete person. Right. Like you should just kind of, make me better and not complete me, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. So that's that was my whole thing. But I do think the 20% is what lured me. Like, if somebody was super affectionate, I'll be like, ooh, that means we vibe more. And so that's, I chased that. Gotcha. Versus trying to make, trying to figure out what was wrong with me first and trying to figure out what I was seeking out of other people. Well, in my defense. No, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not even like, this ain't got nothing to no, do. I just want to say that like Ross and Rachel, we were on a break. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that was my next question. Were you a savage cheater, though? Like, oh, well, I don't care. It happened. Like, fuck it. That's a good question. I, like, I we were on a break. People be honest like that. Like, that was, I feel like what you just said was very, well, you know, it was just like an excuse. <laughs> is that an excuse? Oh, is that the truth, right? We were on a break, and I'm sorry, but I thought we were done. So when we got back together, I guess, you know, hey, like I had already moved on like emotionally and mentally from this relationship. I'm done. But so, I mean, you say you want to be together. So and I, think, <laughs> I think we were only together after that. For like another month. Yeah. After that. Yeah. I mean, it was done before I said, yes, we'll get back together. But that was one of those relationships. I don't know if you guys have ever been in a relationship with somebody that's insecure, but it's like very emotionally straining. And they kind of like pull you in because they make you feel, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's your fault. Guilty. Yeah. Mm. So I kind of got back with that person just because I felt a little guilty. Like, I just really want to be with you and like... You're like everything to me. And so I was like, okay, well, yeah, I mean, I guess we can get back together. But then I was still slipping and falling. So anyways, yeah, yeah I mean, it's an excuse. I wasn't a savage, but I was out of that relationship mentally. Right. So, yeah. I, I don't think I was a savage. I mean. Can like, you define savagery, though, like, like in this just context? Of like, for instance, like how, <laughs> these guys, like how these guys will have sex with their girlfriend's best friend or friend, like. That's to me. That's no. savage. Cheating. Oh wow! Like no. you don't have no respect for the relationship, or you don't give a fuck. Like you gonna cheat and be in a relationship. I feel like that's savage. G. I was a little savagey um, when I was younger. Yeah, yeah I, I was unapologetic. In retrospect, looking back <laughs> on it, I was. Yeah. Yeah, it, it had nothing to do with it had nothing to do with the other Michelle person. Michelle is really looking at me like Cora. I'm looking at you like that because I wish I could have been like that. Well, I wish I just could have been a savage in college because I just feel like all those dudes I dated in college were trash anyway. So I should have just been a savage and just not cared. 
But now, like, going back, I'm, like, having to apologize to people. Like, even, like, in my 29 years, I'd be having to go back, like, y'all, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, I, I really feel it. like I need to write an apology letter. After <laughs> For real? Like, hit them with that Facebook message, like, bruh, I know it's been a while. Hell I just want to no. get this out my chest. Hell no. You don't bring that shit back up. You let that shit die. Right. Take in it the yeah. Right. Like, let it be dead. Yeah, I was a little bit savage. Were you a savage, Justin? Yeah, I was. Like, I was a savage. I didn't mess around with, like, the friends. But it's like, it's you know, like like I said, you grow up and you just realize that that's not cool. But yeah. I think I was a savage just because I was a dude. Like, I mean, not, you know, I'm just saying, like, guys, I, I feel like we can get away with more with, with more than what y'all can in terms of, like, yeah. cheating and shit. Um and I just didn't, like, I guess I never really paid attention to think about what I was doing. I would just do it. I would just act upon it and not really think it through. Like, yeah. You're probably an emotional actor. Kind of like, I'm like that too. Like, if, like I, yeah. I forget about all the good things about the person I'm with when I get mad or sad or angry. Like, I'm and, like, F you, man. I'm going to go find XYZ. Cause, yeah. And I used to do that. And you cannot do that. You can't. Like, you no, you cannot, can't. You, you cannot emotionally involve somebody. I've said this so many times. Like, you cannot emotionally involve somebody and then, like, just kind of chill on it <laughs> randomly. I feel dirty now, y'all. You're disgusting. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> <laughs> and that just kind of goes to the grass is always greener mentality. Like you feel, I, I know that I have cheated before and then thought that that was the person I wanted and then looked up and be like, they actually ain't that great. They just, they scratched that itch, that, that right. little 20% of that itch that I really wanted to scratch. But then once it gets down to the real deal, they're not there for me. They're not open communicators. They're right. not. They're not fulfilling those needs that I really, really need them to right, fulfill. Right, right. Right. Yeah. So. Um, and I think you don't really realize that until you meet that right person that you're really supposed to be in a relationship with. Like, I feel like you'll never know um, how fulfilled you can be within a relationship until you meet that person that is right for you. I can completely agree with that. I completely wholeheartedly agree with that. So kind of dealing with fulfillment, like in the situations where you have cheated before, I know Michelle, you said yours was based on insecurity. Did that also have something to do with you not feeling fulfilled in the relationship? No, absolutely. I mean, like y'all, honestly, it really was just, you know, I thought we were done. Like, I, and, and I was done with the relationship. So when I said that I would be back in a relationship or I agreed um, cause I don't think I really said I was back in it. I just said, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now listen, now we could go into contractual, uh, agreements, agreements. Cause if he <laughs> asked you a question and you said, yeah, <laughs> or okay. a reasonable person will believe that that means that <laughs> I agree. Right. But and I I'll mean, no, like really, I just, um, I don't know. I think, <laughs> Tempo baby. <laughs> Tempo baby. But no, I mean, really honestly, it's just we shouldn't have got back together. And that right. was my fault. You know, like yeah. I, I just should have left it alone or um waited until I felt like it was time for us to get back together. Yeah. That's really what it was. Because um in all other aspects of our relationship, he was everything. And um like I can look back now, hindsight, 
and see where my mistakes were and, you know, mm-hmm. what I could have done differently. I just didn't at the time, it, you know, I was in grad school and so many other things were going on. How do you secure somebody else, you know, when you're dealing with your own life yeah. issues, you know? Yeah. But at 29, I wouldn't know how to handle that. So I guess, you know, like answering your question, yeah, I could have handled things differently. Um and there probably would have been a different outcome, but I was, you know, 24 hours in Atlanta, <laughs> kicking it. It is what it is. It yeah, is just kicking it. <laughs> yeah, I think you just have to be honest with yourself. Like, I think some of the things that I probably didn't do was be honest with myself and be honest with that person. Um, I think for the longest, and I think this may have something to do with um, me just trying to, like, find myself um, and... I was just trying to please people. Like, even when I did not want to be in a relationship, like, and which is probably part of the reason why I did not care if I was cheating because I know that deep deep down inside I didn't want to be in a relationship, but for whatever reason, I just wanted to stay in. I, it was it, it had everything to do with me and not the other person. Yeah. I know it for sure. So things could have gone better. Um, and I think better by just me being honest and me being open. Like, you know, we enjoy each other, so, like, let's have fun. But I can't be in a committed, monogamous relationship with you. So just as kind of a wrap-up, what are what is some advice you would give to someone who is in a relationship with someone who meets their 80%, but they're yearning for that 20%? What advice do you give to that person who um, is going through that and who is considering trying to figure out whether the grass is greener? Um, I think if you're trying to figure out if the grass is greener, you don't need to be in a relationship. I really feel that, you know, a lot of people need to like pipe down the idea of being in a relationship in their minds and to just like be free. Like, I mean, be honest with people. Um, like some of my relationships in the past could have really gone south because of my inappropriate behavior. Yeah. Um, and thank God it didn't, but it was because I wasn't being honest. Um, and I wanted the relationship. I wanted the security. I wanted to have my cake and eat it too. And I was probably afraid to be alone. Honestly, when you like really think about it, I was just afraid to be alone. So I would be, I would, I would recommend that you be honest with yourself, Mm -hmm. be honest with that other person and like, just set yourself free. Like, I mean, obviously the grass may not be green on the other side, but if you're questioning it then it's not fair to that next person, you know? Like, if there is, especially if they're all in. Um, yeah, that's it. Michelle? Um, so, at the end of your question, you said somebody that's thinking that the grass is greener on the other side. It's not. The reality is that um, we need to understand that nobody's life is better than we think ours is nobody is not dealing with issues nobody is um you know problem free or whatever it's that's just not the case Mm -hmm. so one is to understand that two is to understand that um like justin said honesty is the best policy period point blank be honest with yourself and be honest with that person simply because you owe it to um, your relationship or just yourself to 
um, be free of guilt in the end. Mm-hmm. You know, like you want to you want to make sure that I think we've said this before on another relationship or another episode that when you get out of a relationship, if you do get out of that relationship, you want to be sure that you can say it wasn't on me. Like I did everything I could in yeah. that relationship yeah. to make it work. And so that would be the third thing is to make it work. Mm-hmm. Stop focusing on what is not there and focus on what is there so that you can get to those other things. Because I don't think that 100% is all is going to be attainable. I don't think that anybody is going to give you um, 100% of what you need. Because I think you, Kari, you said it earlier, like you fulfill yourself. Right. But that other person can add so much more to your life. So focus on what they do add to your life. Focus on um, the way they make you feel when you are in a good space. Focus on, you know, great things that y'all have already gone through instead of focusing on what you don't have. Right. Because when you focus on what you do have, you begin to appreciate those things. And you begin to understand that more things are greater is to come because of what you already have. Mm -hmm. So that would be my advice. Those three things. And I would say um, to spend some time in, in introspection and figuring out what the things are that you're missing from yourself that makes you want to seek out another person's company or another person's energy. Because I think a lot of times, like like you were saying, Michelle, we love to place the blame on other people about why the relationship ended, why it ended badly, instead of taking the time out to say, how did I contribute to that? What issues did I bring to the relationship? What could I have done better? What did I do well? Um, What can I bring to my next relationship? And just kind of using that as a learning experience and learning about not only yourself, but also how you are in relationships, not even just romantic relationships, but in your friendships in the relationships with your family members, because I think that's important in understanding how you are going to, let's say, encounter conflict or deal with somebody's, like, a loss. How, how are you there for that person when they lose someone? Or how do you deal with any sort of issues that y'all may have? So I think just being introspective and figuring out what you did first is, is one of the things that I've learned over the years. And secondly, like you have to make sure that you're on the right maturity level emotionally in order to handle a relationship, period, before you even get into one. That's a mistake that I made. I was not ready for the relationship that I was in. And I wanted mm. it because I wanted a... Speak. Yes. <laughs> I wanted a warm body next to me or I wanted somebody... I wanted to I wanted somebody to tell me I was pretty or I wanted to feel beautiful because this person was with me. I needed to make sure that I was on the maturity level to be able to handle what a relationship means. And a relationship does not just mean those really small things because one day you're going to be fat and disgusting and so is he <laughs> and, or she <laughs> and <laughs> And you have to make sure that you're... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the disgusting part. <laughs> but you have to make sure that despite you having vein, you know, them spider veins on your legs and hella stretch marks on your stomach <laughs> from, all them, <laughs> from all that weight you done gained and lost, that 
even despite even despite all of that you can still you can't imagine not waking up next to that person every day and that's what you have to think about like you that's the type of love like unconditional love if they God forbid, get into a, a car accident and they're in the wheelchair for the rest of their life. Can you be with them through thick and thin? Can you literally be with them through sickness and health? Like, if they lose their job tomorrow and they're, they're you know, unemployed for three years, can you be the breadwinner of the household for them because of what they bring to your life? And so that's, I know that's like hella serious. <laughs> it is. But, but that's what you have to think about because yeah. that's why people like, Get into these marriages, these freaking microwave marriages, <laughs> popcorn, freaking sliding through after six months of knowing. And I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Some people, you know, you just know, you know, but don't, you know, rush into something with somebody just because you like you think you're ready. You need to know that you're ready and that you're on the right maturity level. So right. those I are agree. my two things. And that's just from my own personal experience, because I know. I just want to um, highlight how serious we just got in the really last did, moment. And it wasn't intentional. <laughs> it wasn't intentional. It was not. <laughs> it well, wasn't. the millennial moment ain't gonna be ain't gonna be that. It's gonna be funny. So let's slide through about that. Yeah, it's funny. So <laughs> we had a millennial reach out to us and ask us basically what they should do or how they should uh handle a situation with somebody that they're in uh, a situation with basically um so here's the backstory it has been um five years since they've known each other right they're eight years apart and um Initially, the relationship was cool, friendship, and then they became sexually intimate. And the girl that wrote us in, wrote in, wrote us in, wrote into us. Uh, it yes. don't matter. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> Justin is like, just say it. Um, <laughs> the girl that wrote into us is basically saying that um, she does not want to be in a relationship with this person, but this person is actively pursuing her in a relationship okay so they call her text her consistently send her love songs luther vandross love songs not luther big luther and little luther (laughs) even when there's no one sitting there come on you better sing on this podcast um they this person has said i love you to them yeah (laughs) <laughs> How long have they been known each other for five years? For five years. Okay. Um, but he's eight years older, older than, than her. her. So okay. that may play a part. But anyways, she does not want to be in a relationship with them. One, because she just got out of a relationship. So okay. it's kind of like she's just in her own space, wanting to do her own thing, finish up school, take care of herself, her priorities, right? Okay. Second thing is because secretly, she really don't like him like that. Like, <laughs> is he ugly or well, no, no. Okay. So, so she says that she's really attracted to him. Oh, okay. so she is very attracted to him in all aspects. And she says that he's a really good guy that she would want to be with him if that was a the time or b who she really wanted to be with. Okay. What um, would y'all do or what would be your advice to her as far as like the situation 
I mean, I would go back to what I just said. Like, if you like, if you don't want to be with him, you need to like look in yourself and say like, I don't want to be with him, and just tell him. Like, honesty is like the key. However, sometimes you gotta have that cuddy buddy that be like, you know, sliding through on that like. But this night. nigga sending her love songs though. Like, that's not a cuddy. I don't buddy. know. Well, it's not a cuddy buddy for him. For him. But she did say that. She liked the meat to meat. You know, I'm exact dead words. On that. I'm dead. That, on that. <laughs> that is the highlight of her interaction with Not him is that me, it's bro. good sex. <laughs> so that's what it is. Like, she just, she liked the sex. She so don't she like likes man. the sex. Yeah. She doesn't like him, but he likes her. What? She I mean, how do you honest. end that? Or like how she, do you she need to be move forward? With, I feel like she need to be honest with him and let him let him know that, listen, I don't see you as a husband. I barely even see you as a boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> barely. Barely. <laughs> and just be honest. But, like, you know, I, we vibe well. Like, whenever we link up, we have a good time. You know, but I just don't see us going there. And risk the possibility of her losing her me to me. Okay, so I was just about Stop to say that. Stop saying me to me because <laughs> it's I'm what dead. it is. It's it is. me to, to me. Literally, I hate that term. <laughs> it just sounds so graphic. Like I think about two. I think about hot dogs. Like <laughs> I literally, when I saw that me to me, I literally thought like intercourse, like. <laughs> In that thing. I just think about two hams like Well she might she might got that ass. I'm dead on the Oh my god. Think about it is she she got some good dick and she She don't wanna, don't wanna let it go. Risk. She don't wanna let it go. Cause but let me tell you something about love songs though. Like guys don't really just be doing that like that. And they're eight years apart. It's because right? he's yes. older. That's eight really what apart, it is. So he's like ready. Because he's ready and she's yeah, not. And, she's and that's not. I think the biggest. I think that's the biggest factor, which is why like she has to be honest with herself and with him and be like, I'm not mature. Like I'm not at the maturity level that I need to be at to be in this situation. So it's either I think because it's all or nothing for him, she has to do all or nothing. So it's either you gotta. You know, slip and fall on the D and and ham the ha- two hams slapping, or you gotta cut off all communications. There's no in between. Well, she, but has she been honest with him though? I don't think she has. She hasn't. She didn't say that. Like I let him know that. But I, what if she did though? Then what? Then how does that change your answer? Because it don't change mine. I don't think, well, it all depends on how mature he is. You know what I'm saying? Like some people can like handle that. Like. <laughs> At least I like to be in situations where other people can, like, just let, let's be real. Like, I don't want to be in a relationship with you, but we have amazing sex. I can't be like that. My feelings are Well, yeah, what you where, where I am right now, I would say, girl, just let him go. You know, let him so find like, whoever it is. communicating with him? How, that's where I am right now. Okay. However, younger Michelle... Do whatever you want to do. True. I mean, true. Because niggas do it all the time. They do it all the time. And I'm not saying that, hey, like, hurt this poor guy's feelings. But if you have been honest with him, you tell him, like, I do not want to be in a relationship. I don't want to be your girlfriend. I'm not ready to be your wife. And stop sending me Luther Vandross songs. I hate him. I don't like Luther. I don't. So, (laughs) even if I wanted to be with you, I still don't don't like Luther. I still don't like Luther. So, I'm just saying, but 
And I'm with you on that. Like, once you have been honest, then once that's I've on been you. honest, like, yeah, then it's on it's you. On, yeah, the honest really is on, on you now. So. Yeah. The rest, if you still continue to You're send me text messages and you want to call me, you want to hit me up, and I say, "Yo, what you doing?" and you say nothing, "What you doing?" and it's time for us to meet up. Then it's time for us to meet up. However, I'm 29 now, so what I will also throw in there is that one day there will come a time in your life where all the games should cease and desist correct so you so have to be honest be honest you think that's the game i'm saying be honest with him okay but Go ahead, also be honest with yourself and determine whether or not you're ready to stop in this point of your life okay. like if you're ready to say like hey I ain't feeling, you know, just the casual situation anymore. Like, I want to move on to something more serious. Or if I don't want the more serious right now, I'm okay with not having the meat to meet. And I think I, I agree with you on that. Like, you just, I think you have to, like, know that that comes with the territory. It's all or nothing. Like, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's in a good place. Yes. She to be honest like that? And she don't really want him like that. I mean, she just got out of a relationship. So for you to expect someone to like just be that committed to you when they just got out of a relationship is very stupid. So the idea of her being honest with him, I think he should appreciate that. I really do think that I feel like he would understand given the background. Like I just got out of a relationship. What don't you understand about that? Like it's very simple, but we cool. Right. And sometimes you just don't vibe with people like that to on that level. Like, you feel me? So it's, I feel like right. he may look at it like it may just be worth, let me just chill out on my feelings and let me just have fun with my friend. And some honestly, people just need a girl to fuck up, honestly. Like, it, no, it's just, I just feel like sometimes people just really need to grow up because timing is everything. And timing can fuck up a whole situation, right? For sure. So let's say yeah. she get into this relationship, right, and she can't handle the commitment of being in a monogamous relationship. Now, you just you don't like your fuck buddy, right? You got to randomly go have sex with somebody else. In the relationship, it's just like, why can't you just be mature about the situation? And if you can't handle it, then say, you know what? I can't, I can't fuck with you on that level. But if you can, and this is some someone that you don't mind, like just having this type of whatever it is, then I don't see anything wrong with that. So you think the guy should should man? I'm confused. I think that he like in the he in the needs event, to be more. I, in the event that it's like I don't think if he can't do it, then I understand that he can't do it because he actually cares for her and probably love her if he's sending her love songs. He said but, he loves her. But I don't think that is an all or nothing. I feel like if this is someone that you vibing with and you respect, they've been together for five years. Like Been together is a loose term. They've known each other for five years. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm just different. I mean, I agree but with I'm you. Like, he needs to man like up. Yeah, you are. You're for situationships. Yeah, I'm for situationships. I'm not. Yeah. So that that determines. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, not for situationships either. I'm just saying, hey, girl, do what you got to do as long as you understand that you're making that decision. You know what I'm saying? Like, understand that you are making the decision to have this situation and another situation may not come. Like, you may not meet another person that's like going him. to, okay, yeah, that's, 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 that's going to treat you the way this man has. And you, I, I, I want to say that God is going to bring that person. However, 
understand what's in front of you. And if you're willing to let that go, then do you. You already told them what it was. Then keep on going. You already knew what it was. Don't you just hate that? Yeah. <laughs> I sound like shit. But anyway, <laughs> no, you don't. Hopefully, listen, hopefully, definitely write back into us and let us know what that situation was like. I'm curious to know. Um, I just want, please, if anything, please just tell him to stop sending Luther. <laughs> I mean, you got silk. I like you got silk is, but silk is meeting in my bedroom. Oh yeah, home. he's in love. He's in love. That's yeah, right. That's why. He's I mean, you love. got John Legend. Just stop sending songs. Man. <laughs> just stop. Just stop send her it. trap music. You know. <laughs> Ferguson. Molly Ferguson. Hey. All right, y'all. So please um, listen to the Millennial Love Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and we are now on Stitcher. Congrats, congrats, right? Yeah. Yay. Um, it's and- easy to listen to on Stitcher too. Oh, is it? I yeah, really like it's it out. the links in our bio of our Instagram. And it's like a super simple player. Nice. If you if you don't have an iPhone. And um, please make sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat at Millennial Love. That's Millennial L-O-V-3. You can Google how to spell Millennial. Um, and also <laughs> Please check- Google how to spell Millennial. <laughs> it's two L's, two N's. But we should come up in the search engine. Um, and then also check, us, check out our website, guys, at www.millennialove.com. That's millennialov3.com, where you can listen to previous episodes, current episodes, and um, you can also donate a little changey, change, change. Put some coin in that. Put now. some coin in that. Um, and you can also uh, find the link to our Audible as well. Yeah. And speaking of Audible, before we go, like... Um, Charlemagne the God just came out with a book. He's actually coming to Dallas. Can't wait to see him. And Definitely so can't wait to see him. I'm actually excited to see him and to ask a few questions. I've been listening to the book on Audible, and it's actually really dope. And I'm actually I've never been a huge fan of his. I think he's a little brash sometimes. Okay, brash. But the book it kind of speaks to me because he's from, I didn't know that he was from a really, really small town, like a rural town in South Carolina. And he grew up in a trailer on a dirt road. And I, I didn't grow up in a trailer, but I did grow up on a dirt road. And I have family that currently lives in trailers. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of spoke to me because I was like, wow, I did not know that was that um, that was his root or those were his roots. Right. And the fact that he like got out of that and is, is successful. And I, I mean, it, it definitely didn't happen overnight, but he's just, like every day being his authentic self and living in his truth. And that's wow, kind of what dope. the book is is somewhat about. And so that's how he has created his black privilege, like created his own opportunities based on him living his truth day in and day out. So it's a really good book. Nice. It's on Audible. I'm listening to, you know, him. And he actually narrates the book and it's hella cool. So if you want to get a free audio book and a 30-day free trial on Audible, you know, on us, <laughs> then go to www.audibletrial.com backslash millennial love, and that's millennial LOV3. So check that out too. It's, it's a, a book. book. <laughs> I almost forgot that part. That's my favorite part. Anyway, y'all, check us out. Tweet us too. Like, we really like to hear from you. We love the tweets, y'all. Yeah, I do. Oh, I wait. I email. thoroughly enjoy the tweets. Listen, y'all, somebody emailed us something so. Oh, yeah. So petty. Let's save it to next time. Okay, because I, mean, I want to talk, talk about, about it. it. No, 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 no. Let's talk about it. <gasps> yes. Uh, okay. That email. I'm chilling on it. 
We'll talk about it next week. It was real Stay funny. tuned. Stay tuned because let me tell y'all something. We ain't going to get no names. We're going to change the name. This shit had fucking receipts though. Really though, my nigga? No, so, real live receipts. Like, so, y'all remember? Receipts, bro. Okay, anyways. Anyway, y'all. We'll talk about that next We next love episode. y'all. Thank y'all so much for the support. Follow us. Tweet us. What else we got to say? And Nothing. don't forget, shout out to Corey, our sound, our sound engineer. He's yes. so Yes. Nidra Production. Nidra Music on iTunes. Um, no, not on iTunes. Excuse me. On, Instagram. On Instagram. He's dope. Super dope dope. dope. dope, And just a good, genuine person. person. I love good, good people. Good guy. Corey Middleton, like, shout out to you, bro. Shout out to Indifferent Production. Shout out to... All of that. Sorry. We, we <laughs> Shout out to our mamas and our daddies. Shout, Shout out, out to our mamas, mamas and our daddies. Hey, give my Nicholas big. <laughs> All right. I lost three pimps. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys.